Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Internet, do we have a buku of trailers to watch? Is there an official storyline for Venom announced? And did that Miles Morales footage change your life too? Why yes, this is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. Every single week I say, hey, next week it'll be a light news week, so we'll have time to catch up on blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And every single week I forget that Marvel is an empire, and empires don't sleep. So here we are on another action-packed, jam-packed, news-packed episode of Marvel Movie News. We are joined by one of Marvel's first family. Marvel Movie News' first family, The Jakes. And Darren is with us today. Hello, everyone. So excited to be here. It's such a great day. There's so much stuff to talk about. The world of content is strong. And unfortunately, Marquia couldn't join us. Because <laughs> <Black> <laughs> oh. No, we're going to do something very special after I get through our opening spiel uh, involving Marquia and Black Panther. And Ali hasn't seen it either. So, but first, we are the Marvel Movie News. This is episode 160. And we are coming to you live from New York, New York. Because... Jessica Jones, because Miles Morales, because New York has been the theme of this week for all the trailers, so we are there this week, and we're going to tell you why we are excited about this stuff, and why you should be too, from all the studios and all the Marvel stuff, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on YouTube, at youtube.com slash popcorntalknetwork, you can find us through Popcorn Talk's website, popcorntalknetwork.com, follow us on Twitter, at MarvelNewsPTN, or at Popcorn Talk, find us on Facebook, at facebook.com slash show. follow us, like us, and if you tweet while we're live, Aunt Anthony in the booth will retweet you! Hello, everybody. Hello, Marvel Lights. How's everyone doing? We've got so many trailers. I have yet to see Jessica Jones' trailer nor the Spider-Verse trailer, so I am so looking forward to everything, and Marquia and Oliver have such a special treat going on for them, which we'll get to shortly. Stay tuned. So he's got the best TV because he can watch it actually while we're watching it. So. I love that. Apparently he's seen the Black Panther international he, trailer. He, and the one of all of us have except two people on the couch. Uh, he's got the one, one might say, oh, he's definitely got the bug. Uh, so I just, we are going to do something special. Every week, Marquia gets the open with Black Panther if there's news. And I always see people feverishly excited to see her experience it for the first time. <laughs> and once again, Marquia decided to take a sabbatical from the internet on the day Black Panther dropped. <laughs> so this leads me to believe, one, the spies at Marvel are even better than you expect. And they know what Marquia is doing at all times. And two, we have a prime opportunity to let this happen live on air. And since I battle wrapped through this intro, it is now time to watch Marquia and Ali watch the trailer for the first time. So, oh my gosh. Let's do it, internet. Just uh, don't punch me with excitement. I'm okay. Gonna, keep it in ready? mind, this is the international trailer. So, it's like there's just going to be like a couple there's gonna of be new, some new just stuff. a couple of new scenes. You ready? Was that disappointment in advance no, about a trailer? No, Did I hear not, Marquia not hype I'm about not, a black I'm not disappointed. <laughs> it's just Ali hasn't pushed play yet. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to go it. Here we go. All right. 
Take the day off of Twitter, oh, so when Koi sends me it as soon as it drops, I'll just ignore that for a day. You do that. I wasn't that at all. <laughs> no, I've, been play, I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. I'm so glad like, that oh. you got to experience this with yeah. everyone live. This was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, I think that if Doctor Strange 2 happens, we'll have to strap Matt to that chair and just kidnap him, Geek and Sundry, so we can oh, have yeah. this experience. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. fandom, that's how we got. I think we should do it from now on. Oh, yeah, exactly. Watching Marquia watch it, that yeah, video. I don't even need to see that. Just yeah. watching her. I, I should press stop here. Please do, because I can only do it in a minute, like increments. Black Panther footage, Marquee on the couch, Deadpool footage. I'll jump over there. She didn't cry. Why didn't you cry? I teared up. There there was almost. Okay, there's a tear. Yeah, there there were a couple of shots where it's like. <laughs> yeah, I just want to do screen grabs of that. Will be perfect. That's oh the yeah, Marquee definitely gift that experience. So the Black Panther International trailer dropped. Uh, in case you were unawares, so now everyone's seen it since Marquia avoided it for a day. Uh, I wanted to experience that with you guys, and it was awesome. Um, so that's the new trailer. There's a little bit of new footage. Uh, as she said, the vibranium mines are much more apparent. The action is chopped up a little differently. Once again, that song is awesome. Um, and that is the Black Panther news of the week. Yeah, <laughs> and the voiceover was very majestic. I like I like whoever strong. did that. It was strong. It it was a good juxtaposition with um, Angela Bassett, and they have Shuri describing, of course, of 
course she was, you know, like his cue, you yeah. know? Like, a, hey, yeah, this uh, vibranium suit is really good uh, when our father was using it. How about I tweak this up and let's turn this to 11? I like that it felt like a James <laughs> Bond movie had the first two-thirds of the trailer. To me, oh. it was like that tone of espionage and suiting up and, like, it all felt like that old 70s, but obviously the tech of today, James yeah. Bond, and then it was like, and it's a superhero movie. I love that. Yeah, it's a spy thriller. Yeah. It is. Oh, no, it is on a diplomatic scale, like a global scale. Oh, my God, it's going to be so good. <laughs> they have done such an amazing job of setting this up, the whole tone of this show, oh, to yeah. be so different from everything else, and yet what you would expect from Black Panther. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a perfect translation, I think, of the character and all of the casting. It's just, I can't wait. February. I know, it's like two months. We're, we're only like a few shows away. Like, the, once a week, we have this experience, and soon it will be time. So the live chat's very excited for you to experience it. They want us to film you in the theater, which is very illegal. Uh, I don't think Marvel Movie News will exist anymore if we film a Marvel movie in the theater, because we'll all be arrested and Marvel will find us. They yeah. want me to ruffalo it. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, that is the new trailer, and it's got a little bit of new footage. We're all excited, and... Jessica Jones also has a new trailer. Oh, yeah. yes. Speaking of trailers, so if at all possible, could we get that queued up onto the TV in here? Ooh, and we're going to watch trailer along. Trailer Day Ooh. is yes. upon us. So we're going to check out this Watch now. along with us. Get some popcorn. Join us. <laughs> it's, it's been too long. It's been like two and a half years since we've seen Jessica. I, you know. Right? Other than Defenders, of course. That's true. That's true. But full on Jessica yeah. Jones. All right. Let's do it. Netflix logo, Marvel logo, <laughs> logo, logo, New York logo. Now I love that shot through the camera because Alias felt great because you felt like you were a detective with her, and the opening of this trailer puts you right back in that world. There's hints of purple, and of course Barracuda, yeah, uh, which I is like, great I like use. that they chose this song because it's so ridiculous to me. Because when I hear this song, I think of Charlie's Angels. You know, it's just so got I that like aggressive that, rhythm. Yeah, but aggressive, but kind of up. It's fun, in yeah. Way too. And I love the use of the camera in this, like, so many times, because it reminds you she's a detective. I, the, the amount of purple, the release date, March 8th, very exciting, by the way. Um, the fact that we have this shot, my favorite shot in the trailer, she rips open a David Mack art piece. David Mack <laughs> drew the covers of the comics, and then Jessica Jones uncovers David Mack art. There you go. Like, oh. Spider-Man in quote... <laughs> I, I really liked when she's uh, in the hospital and uh, or she's whatever. There's something on the wall and mm-hmm. it has highlighted her as sole survivor. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she talks about having killed someone before. She mm-hmm. talks about like, and we know because we've been following this purple man's coming back. But I love the trailer didn't show him. Uh, I like the mystery of the teaser. Yeah. Wait, coming back, back, I thought it was more like he's going to be like a mental alien. That was my theory. Well, yeah. We don't know what I he think, is. I think he's, uh, you know, the monkey on her back. Kind I, of I, yeah, I assume he's good and evil, kind of like the devil on her shoulder, but I don't know. Well, and they've done a great job of, yes, they, you know, I love that they are showing us more of the investigation stuff, more right. of the actual Jessica Jones character. But they don't say much of anything else. You get the the, the hint that she's going to be looking into her past, that right. we might begin some background to how you know she got her powers and everything there. But outside of that, really don't know a whole lot from that trailer, which is perfect. Good teasers mm-hmm. should remind you why you liked the show yeah. and make you want a trailer. They shouldn't be like, okay, I'm good. Like That to me is like, oh, now I'm fevering for a trailer. I'm not like satiated. I'm yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see more. I want to see where all those connections. I want to see, you know... If, 
And that scene where she throws that guy through the bar, like flips him over practically yeah. into the wall. Oh. Uh, I think that the best thing about Netflix's uh, release program is they always have like sneakiness with something. Like there's always a surprise. We never go into the show. Like there's always something that's like, oh, I didn't know that was coming. Mm-hmm. And the trailers, I really think, help that. And that teaser was just like, oh, I remember how much I love Jessica Jones. Tell me more. Yeah. And I, the David Mack thing is, is so funny to me because I just love the idea of Jessica Jones and like the artist that made her covers. Like to me, that's just beautiful kismet. <laughs> and we don't have to wait that long for it. March. Like, March 8th. There is a Marvel property every month in 2018 <laughs> but January. What? Right? Like January, they're like, hey, oh my God. get prepared. January is like, recover coming. from Star Wars because we're Disney and then dive into everything right. ever. And then we're taking all of the rest of your time it's for ours. this year. It's, yeah. it's, all, it's all Marvel. Next year is going to be insane. So uh, join us next year for the busiest. <laughs> Every week is going to be like this last three weeks have been where I can't possibly keep up with what's happening. Um, so the release date is in March. So that just fills in the spring. Uh, we know at least one weekend in March we're all going to be very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that Netflix is investing in these characters. I love that all of the characters got renewals. I love that the Defenders wasn't an end. It was just a chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I, I, Punisher also got renewed today. Uh, season it's 2 great. is happening. I, I hope that the Season 2 villain will be a Lady Gorgon. Oh, I'd love that. I Ooh. would really love for them yeah. to go there. I mean, they can they can dial back the, you know, the metaphysical, you know. They can do whatever they, they need dial, to. Yeah. They can dial back. But having his, like, main villain be, like, this awesome she's just awesome she's so great have it be her Mm -hmm. and then maybe she doesn't die maybe she ends up meeting Electra. maybe she ends up you know meeting colin wing later on uh whatever but it's like she would be she would be such a strong character totally agree and and the first season uh of both of these shows was so strong that there's no doubt like i love how quickly they renewed punisher i love how quickly they renewed jessica Mm -hmm. jones like we already have a trailer like these things are the netflix is just cranking them out because the people have spoken like if something's good we want more and they keep giving us such good content so i I love the netflix marvel universe like it's arguably my favorite little corner of of tv um so Mm -hmm. dope um (laughs) speaking of what's coming out in the spring new mutants Oh my oh, gosh. Yes. yes. So the New Mutants, uh, they had a trailer shown at the Comic Con experience in Brazil, which got us a lot of news. It got us Venom news, which we're going to talk about yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. later on. But Brazil dropped a lot of knowledge on us. So to everyone that got to go to the uh, San Paulo Comic Con, I am real jealous because that seemed like a, a time. Uh, <laughs> like I, I wasn't prepared for like the. Uh, and literally last week I was like, ah, it's going to be a late news week. And then San Paulo, <laughs> Brazil was like, how about San Diego happened? Deal with it. Uh, so at the Brazil Comic Con, they showed a clip of New Mutants wherein the film's five leads, uh, Magic, Mirage, Sunspot, Wolfsman, and Sunspot, are in an abandoned hospital room with a chair and a lie detector, and they decide to play a game to get to know each other better. To me, that is the dichotomy of young adult and horror, which is exactly mm-hmm. what this this property needs. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm already like, yeah, please. Uh, Magic is much more confident and rebellious than she appeared in the first trailer, uh, and she decides to start the game herself and reveals that her mutant power is killed 18 men one by one. So that's a charming introduction <laughs> to a it. major character. Uh, and the actress playing her, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, stole the show in The Witch. Uh, have you guys seen The Witch? Yes. No, I haven't yes. seen that one. I haven't seen that it. That was a spooky movie. Her in sure. this and as that level of like, blah, yeah. Blah, yeah. So, She's and then the... Uh, also, Koi, she was in a Split. If yeah. Saw split. She was in I Split. I did see yeah. Split. Yeah. Split? I like Split. Yeah, okay, so... Really good. Yes, really it good. was a really good sequel. Her, uh, yeah. <laughs> slash prequel. Yes. Uh, to what's coming. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for the third yeah, installment and that doesn't stop. I'm interested. Did you guys know they the posters me. line up? If you put the really? if you put the split poster next to the unbreakable poster, the cracks mm. in the glass go together. Oh, That's wow. Awesome. 
See, I love things like, like, like that. Clever. That is just a, that, and that pays off to people that are really 100%. paying attention nice. and are really dedicated right. to real fans. And just ah, oh. yeah, next week I, in M Night Shyamalan news. Uh, <laughs> I really just, enjoyed Unbreakable. Oh yeah, so I'm like you know, this I'm is probably so my that. favorite Shyamalan yeah. one actually. Well, because it's, it's like a comic movie that isn't a comic exactly. movie. Exactly. Like, look, look, look yeah. at us. Hey, we're doing Marvel movie news. We like comic movies. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, the teaser also uh, the New Mutants teaser also cut to a scene of magic turning her arm into metal, similar to colossus her brother and her hand is sword covered in blue flame goodness gracious this teaser sounds incredible we did not see that in the first trailer at all it was just strictly horror so it's cool to that it's also going to incorporate you know what these characters are and what they're capable of more like that they slow reveal mutant powers well it's that it's that blending it's that layering of things yes it's a horror base but now we have the the superhero genre modifier to it Mm -hmm. so you know i mean it's just it's giving us all these extra extra levels and layers on Mm -hmm. top of it that i think is is the perfect way to be moving forward with all of our our superhero movies get a great genre Build the superhero uh, uh, element on top of that, right? Right, and that, then then the genre won't get boring, right? Yeah, it won't and, get oversold because you're seeing different films every time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, exactly, and it's like, um, and it's giving us our iconic things like Soul Sword and the Soul Armor. It's yes. like you know we wanted that. <laughs> you can go How as we weird as you that? want in a horror movie, like with a movie mm. in the genre, you can do the crazy stuff. And what's cool is if it works, then they can bring that to the mainstream X Men movies. If it works, they right. can bring that into the Marvel universe. If it works, you can have all these things that are tried and tested in the weird out there. Like I didn't, I don't think they knew how popular Colossus and Negasonic would come out of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Now in the sequel, they're like, oh, we know these characters work, they can bring them back. But if something mm-hmm. didn't, it's cool to have these separate little pocket universes coming together. Yes, it's good right. to try new things because there's so many Marvel things that you can try. Storm movie. Yes. <laughs> Storm movie. That, that, can that, happen can be, now. that can happen <laughs> So I think this New Mutants experience is going to be a very different one from any mutant experience we've had so far. I think it's really smart to go as boldly and it can be a little less of a budget and be this weird and then if it works you can have the next one get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Fox is doing a really great job there and I hope that stays after Thursday's announcement. Yeah. Uh, and the New Mutant sequel, which is apparently already moving and grooving, might be set in Brazil, which must have been very exciting for the Brazil crowd mm-hmm. to experience that knowledge uh, live in their world. Like, can you imagine just being in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and be like, hey, we're going to set the next one here! Like, awesome. I think like, so. Right. The, the, the Sao Paulo Comic Con, I think, may be coming like the new, what, what fall or winter, like, San Diego Comic Con, because they've been mm-hmm. breaking a bunch of stuff there the past couple of years, I think. And yeah. It's just, I, I, I'm really excited. It's stuck it, up on me again. It's cool. It shows, it brings in a whole different crowd, a whole new layer where people can be like, yes, we don't have to run up to the U.S., we can see it in our own yeah. country, we can yeah. see it in our neighborhood. It's I just, actually prefer that. I mean, yeah. I, uh, you know, everything's very North America-centric, and let's mm-hmm. be honest, USA-centric. that I'm a-okay with there being like big things that are happening otherwhere in the world because it's like it's a really good excuse to go Mm -hmm. so at least for that well and like these are characters that are international and and superheroes should be worldly so I love that the exposure of these developments is worldly like I I agree with what you're saying if these are Everyone in the world loves Marvel properties. Everyone in the world should have that first experience. Right, and it keeps that inclusivity, which is what we all want. We all want heroes we can identify with. So bring them to the world, and we will eat it all up. And here we are, (laughs) talking about it and being jealous of not being that (laughs) person. Like, I want to be like, why can't I fly around the world seeing new Marvel properties drop? Like, I want that. That's that's. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, They also had a new promo image drop paying homage to ACDC's Highway to Hell, which I think is, what a great, like, (laughs) that... I was exact. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "This is ACDC." I just looked at it at a glance. I was like, "This is ACDC." Because well, like, Highway to Hell is the plot 
Like, what a great nod to both a classic band and the plot of the movie. Like, you have a demonic force, highway to hell, and also young audiences will appreciate this. And how much fun is that? Like, Fox's advertising, like, Fox's promo campaign cannot be touched. Yeah. I yeah. love everything they do. Uh, so, yeah, this image <laughs> makes me real happy. I, just, I love how Cannonball just kind of looks like he's in a different <laughs> photo all together. Cannonball's dealing with some <laughs> stuff just... back there. <laughs> Cannonball's had a run. Cannonball just got back from the Upside Down, and now he's just dealing with there the world. It there it is. So, yeah, I love he that image. Will. I think that's a great, great choice. Uh, and speaking of great choices, the animated MCU universe, you guys. That came out of nowhere oh. for me. Did you this see that? That looks so good. Yeah, I saw that. I was just like, well, I'm sure Koi exploded. I, I, <laughs> like, so many like, characters I love. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to the biggest animated story of the week. But first, mm-hmm. I got to say, this Secret Warriors team as an animated, like, first small little vignettes and then leading to a feature film. And the team is Miss Marvel, Miss America, Squirrel Girl, Quake, Spider-Gwen, Inferno, Patriot, Exile, and Captain Marvel teaming up against Hala and... At, what? <laughs> like, how did this just... I, I didn't hear anything about this. And all of a sudden, all of the new characters are like, oh, we're doing a team, we've been developing a movie, and it looks incredible. Who's yeah. big? Who do people like? Let's just throw them all in together. Yeah. Oh, y'all like Lockjaw? He's yeah. in it. He's there, too. Tippy Toe? Sure. In. Yeah, they're there. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, something with this is that let's not forget that all of these animated movies, like the little animated, and, like, talking about DC with, like, um, was it a, a Return of the Red Hood, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, and... and um, there's just there's so much that can be conveyed and animated. Even the Suicide Squad, the animated Suicide Squad, was really good. Oh, DC's been running the game. Like, they've been trouncing right? Marvel and animated. Like, DC animated is so good, it's good to see them be like, oh, hey, we should probably pay attention. Yeah, yeah so I'm glad that they're they're doing this. They're, you know, turning it up. Yeah. I, I enjoy seeing animated movies. I mean, I assume that it takes less time for them to crank one of those out. I'm not certain, because I've never done an animated like, movie. Like, more time, wouldn't it? Would it take more time? It. I will... Well, I'm not sure. I mean, internet. What's the average time? Does it take longer to do animated movies, or does it take longer to do? Well, Pixar takes like seven years. Well, that's Pixar. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm talking like you know yeah. the smaller. I don't know. Um, chat room. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, say. but in any case, um, yes, more animated. Well, that, they're, that so would they're be fantastic. they're doing four six four minute digital shorts, and then a full film coming in 2018. So I think it's really smart. And this also, in uh, the end of Avengers, when everyone dies, it's a great way to see which characters people like. Everyone dies. Yeah. Infinity well, War, and that's the everyone great, dies. And that's the great thing about the animated properties, which I think Marvel can really, really lean into, is because you can tell so many different stories. And you can sort of experiment and mm-hmm. see... What do people like? What are they gravitating? Oh, they like these characters. Let's throw them in and see how people respond. And because they're separate from the MCU, mm-hmm. you can then take those and go, all right, this worked, this worked, this worked. Let's move that, you know. Let, I definitely think that's that what forward. they're doing. Yeah. I definitely think it's a clever way to do it. And I definitely think that these are all characters that are new-ish to the Marvel Universe. What better way to try them out than in a way that is in their home turf, so to speak? Like, animation is a few steps from comics. So right. it's a really smart way to tell whatever story. Like, you can do a lot with animation. Yeah, and I love the fact also uh, that Chloe Bennett is doing the voice yes. of Quake. <laughs> is, that's, that's perfect. I love that tie-in. Agents of shit. Yeah, it, I, yeah, I do love that it ties in. Oh, and by the way, audience, uh, we know how good the Agents of Shield episode was last week. So 
unfortunately, I am not as well versed in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as many are, and I do not want to disrespect the audience that loves it. Last week, we had an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minute, but the internet hated us. Uh, we had a very special message from Zach Wilson, Doom, uh, but we couldn't get its work. So that thing I kept alluding to was that last week. We're going to try to get a few lined up, and then in, uh, in the coming weeks, drop like three minutes of review. We didn't forget Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you guys, it just, life did not find a way. So... This show, <laughs> goodness gracious, sneaking up on me, just being like the team that I love reading about in the comics and all the characters that I hope we get to, mm -hmm. but without sacrificing the Marvel universe we have now, this is the perfect middle ground. Yes. yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Let's just pump up some more mm -hmm. um, Marvel animated. I mean, you can't really go wrong with it unless it's, you know, really, really wrong, but we're not going to go down that path. We're not. And what we are going to do is talk about the best animated trailer I've ever seen soon. <laughs> uh, but first, let's talk about another Spider-Man property. Spider-Man Homecoming might be casting for Gwen Stacy. And that is some craziness, because I, I expected it to be at least of the third movie. I thought Betty Brant, I thought Liz yeah. Allen. Mm -hmm. I mean, he got over Liz Allen pretty Yeah, he was just like, yeah. <laughs> like we, we just introduced all these characters, now we're adding the... Next to Mary Jane, that's that's his girl, and she has to die. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I guess when you know your first love's dad tries to murder you <laughs> and all your friends, you just kind of like, okay, I'm just gonna cool with this. With I'm just yeah, mm, not just for like him. Mm. That, that's how they're playing. They're just gonna change the love interest for every film. They had Liz in the first one, <laughs> and they'll have Gwen for the next one, and then for the final th final of the trilogy, that's when they'll bring See, MJ in. I want them to do the eight movie Harry Potter method, and I'm I want, fine with that. I want yeah. three movies of Gwen Stacy. So so we love her, and she apparently, and I, I. This is such a cool idea. The idea is to have a French actress, foreign exchange student, Gwen Stacy, and there's something about like the French language and the French accent that just says love. Like there's that like passion there. So the idea of like this French Gwen Stacy to me just goes straight to Spider-Man Blue, like the Jeff Loeb story. Mm -hmm. Like oh, the okay. the Tim Sale Jeff Loeb always looks like French art to me. It has this like poetry and flow and like beauty in it. If they have a French actress, like, I already love her. <laughs> like, it's, I just, I think that's such a clever... Every French audience member, I love you. No, but I, I just think that, like, there's something to the language, and I think mm -hmm. that's such a cool idea. And we were saying earlier, introducing other cultures. Mm -hmm. yes. Why does Gwen Stacy have to be American? She doesn't. Foreign exchange students, such a cool way to introduce a new character. Oh, no, it's it's wonderful. I, mm -hmm. I, I love them opening up all of these ideas. I love, uh, I love Zendaya being MJ. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people have some different viewpoints, but I thought she was perfect. In the oh role. my god, she was so good. Yeah, brilliant. Like she she embodies it. Like MJ's, she's a tiger, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that's that's what it worked. So yeah, bring in bring in foreign again. Let's have some inclusivity. Let's have some representation. Let's let's change things up. And I want to love her long enough that when she dies, I feel it. Yeah, we yeah. loved Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield because their chemistry was so real. They were actually dating. Like that happened in real life. So when she went. It still felt too soon by a movie for me. Like, uh -huh. two movies, I mean, obviously, we're not going to get another one. But, like, that still was like, oh, we just met her. So I'd like to have, like, that Harry Potter experience of growing up with Gwen Stacy. So when she goes, like, it's heartbreaking. So to be like, um, what's his name? Uh, Cedric Diggory? When, yeah. Yeah, at the end of the Triwizard Tournament. And it's just like, boom. Mm -hmm. And he's he's gone. You're like, no, no. He's so attractive. What? No. <laughs> I love his looks. He was trying to be such a good person. <laughs> yeah. And Robert Pattinson was so good as Cedric Diggory that you mm -hmm. instantly were invested in his death. So I, I'm very excited for the idea of Gwen Stacy. Personally, I know some of the internet's upset because we just had Emma Stone, but we also just said Spider-Man. So I think Gwen Stacy is very important to the mythos mm -hmm. of who Spider-Man is because her death, in real life, her death ended the Silver Age of Comics. It's one of the most important deaths of all time. So the fact that they're laying the seeds now, great. And I want to see her before MJ because that 
leads into MJ. So I think this is very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the the development of their relationship. Not, right, right. I know we have MJ, but you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> um, and they are saying that the film is set to start shooting in June in Atlanta uh, with a wrap in the fall winter of 2018. So that lines up with the movie coming out every two or three years, uh, post-production, all that jazz, and Tom Holland still looking young. Right. Very important. Um, I, uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming universe is quickly shaping up to be our, like, fun little young corner, and I really like... Oh, it's cool. It's, it's the kids' table, but it's like grown-up kids. Yeah, like yeah. the jokes are. It's like when you watch like a Emperor's New Groove or like one of those comedies where right. like the jokes hit like different levels. Mm-hmm. So I, and I'm like when excited. you do a rewatch and it's like, oh, how did I miss that before? <laughs> oh my god, that's a little bit adult. <laughs> I love Emperor's New Groove. So underrated. It's like, oh, um, Eartha Kitt. Oh, oh my god, Yzma. Yzma. Kronk is one of the best <laughs> Disney characters ever. Kronk is awesome. <laughs> I love Kronk so much. And, uh, you, and you know what? We can talk about Disney because Fox and uh, Disney. <laughs> Coming this Thursday, Kronk's going to be a Marvel superhero. Um, So, speaking of Spider-Man. Super Kronk. Super Dude, if we have... Super Kronk. If Kronk and Spider-Man ever team up, I'll die. Uh, So... It would be Deadpool and Super Kronk. That could just be a short before the actual film starts. Cusco broke the fourth wall, so he exists in a world like Deadpool does where he knows he's in a movie. I'm just saying. Um, Venom is happening. It's going to be great. You can quote me. And now they've announced the storylines they're using for it. Why I further think the greatness is coming. Lethal Protector Mm -hmm. and Planet of the Symbiotes. Two very different stories from the the early to mid-90s. Both written by David, uh, I think it's Michelini. I don't know how to pronounce his name. But the first one's drawn by Mark Bagley, who is my definitive Venom artist. Uh, Both are worth checking out. You should check out both those books. But what's interesting is one is like San Francisco and kind of contained and just Mm -hmm. like, Spider-Man said, I'm cool, so I'm going to go over here. Like, it's not fight. And the other one's like, yo, aliens are invading and the scope of this is planetary. And like... The dichotomy of those two stories is insane. What do you think about that oh, as a movie plot? It, I, I love it. I mean, again, they're great. They're great choices to pull off of because mm-hmm. you have Venom in a new city at some place different that we don't get to see. He's establishing himself as a hero, and then we're going to have because we've got Carnage is supposed yeah. to be the villain in there. Mm. You and get he was the in kind Planet of symbiotes, and you get the intensity of Planet of the Symbiotes. I mean, Lethal Protector is a great series, but there is uh, we were mentioning before. There's an, a, a little Thomas Jane element of punish, you know, Punisher. Dude, uh, dirty laundry that, with Venom sign me up yeah <laughs> but the kind of <laughs> the, the the goofy part of the sort of kids connecting where we have the whole underground of the homeless people that he's going to try and protect yeah uh, and then yeah, we the, get the, the mole people right yeah. and then yeah. we get the uh the, the evil villains that come up the jury which just throws in to like almost fill up an episode don't do the jury <laughs> yeah. don't do There's, uh the comic current, the current comics, he's doing a very similar thing where he's protecting monsters in the sewer. There's mm-hmm. like like dinosaur s monsters that Venom's protecting. So that leads me to believe they're setting up the comics to right. feel familiar for the story. So yeah. that idea is him that as that lethal protector is somebody that that goes too far. It's like I'm here to protect, but I will kill people in order to protect. You I know, like eating brains, but I'll save you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I, that's a great direction to go in. I enjoy the idea of a hero that is a hero for monsters. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he has to be an anti-hero because, yeah, I mean, monsters are monsters. You <laughs> yeah. protect humans. But I, I like that if they show some sort of vulnerability or like this different phase of life that happens with, you know, mole people or whatever they decide to right. get. They have numerous other things that they can do besides California mole people. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You have a lot of options that have been California mole people. So, uh, but yeah, I like that idea of being an anti-hero in that way. You're still saving, but who are you saving? Yeah. Who's no, I, I love that. 
And I also think that this, uh, the dichotomy of those storylines allows for escalation. I think it's smart to, to go to the West Coast. We've seen New York. And if they're in New York, it's like, mm-hmm. why isn't Tony Stark getting in the way of Venom? Especially if the, this combines, like if these things right. are happening. So yeah. I think going to another environment we haven't seen before is great. And I also think that um, what you can do with someone like Tom Hardy is you can do like a Dexter thing where he's like, you know, a lethal protector in someone that you don't necessarily want to be rooting for when you kill someone. But you're like, but I guess I get it. Well, if they bring in those mercenaries, you mm-hmm. know, then they could do it that way. I mean, he'll be killing humans, but they'll be coming after him. So self-defense. Yeah. Right. Uh, and and Hardy has promised to do the character justice and bring lots of action and dark humor to the role. He also stated the film was important to the Marvel Universe and that would be inspired by, once again, Lethal Protector. So uh, I love that Tom Hardy's doing like reach outs to the San Paulo Brazil. I think that mm-hmm. he really, uh, like he's versed in the character. Like his Instagram is just covered with like wearing Venom shirts and a Venom helmet and like reading comics. And I think we're going to get a pretty loyal adaptation short of Spider-Man. Well, I mean, and that's one thing you can kind of guarantee. You look at Tom Hardy's just whole bevy of work. Yeah. Name something bad. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I mean, if he's going to get involved, you know that they're not going a cheesy route, that they're going to do something solid, they're going to do something uh, impactful, emotional, and and butt-kicking. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. So I'm, I'm personally very excited, but... So you really enjoyed him as Bane? Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, okay. I did. I, I, Tom Hardy could read the dictionary and be like, so what is the word after Apple? Tell me. I'm here for it. I guess the thing that spoiled Bane for me was so many Bane impressions afterwards. <laughs> like, everywhere. Everyone yeah, had a Bane. Meme. But at first, yeah. like, I loved the idea of that weird strongman from the 40s accent and how crazy it was. And, like, why? Like, we hadn't seen anything like that, so it's iconic, even if, like, you know, people didn't like it, but I, I liked the boldness of the choice. Uh, I, I think, like, one of his worst movies is This Means War, and that's still enjoyable. Like, he made a rom-com, like, great. Right. Because he just invests. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for Venom, but I also have footage of of something I didn't know how excited that'd be like this trailer we knew this movie oh. existed oh yeah we knew that they were making an animated movie we didn't know what the animation looked like we didn't see any real screen grabs leading mm-hmm. up to it we knew it was Miles but something about this trailer when they revealed Miles still felt fresh so let's watch it Spider-Verse Spider-Verse yeah Oh, the spider sense. Look at the colors. Did you see how they like, yeah, they flashed the pop art to comic? Yes. Also, the score is perfect. This this New York looks like our New York, but also comic. Right. Mm -hmm. I love the color palette that they use for it. And Sony Animation made this like DreamWorks esque scope. This animation is so pretty. I didn't know how like powerful this trailer could be. I'm not like as big an animation, and this is everything. Well, they got such an excellent use of, of, of color and shadows and, and, and subtlety. It's And speed. Look at that shot of Spider-Man. Like the, the, the fast motion, slow motion, the neon, the near future. It's like Tokyo and New York. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the spider sense. Like, this is absolutely, that's one of my favorite Spider-Man images of all time. And I, like, what? Yeah. Something I love is how um, you can tell how new he is at it. Yeah. <laughs> Look right there. And he's there. so, like, ah, it's so endearing. That's one shot, and I love Miles. I, you give me three seconds, and I love Miles I Morales. That's all I need. And the logo being the Spider-Man logo from the 90s. So how many of us are there? And freaking Peter Parker's here! Spider-Verse means we might make it all 42 Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. We, like, I, didn't, I didn't even know Miles Morales was the Spider-Verse until this trailer. And that was the wonderful thing. Yes. With that last little statement, they blow open all of the possibilities that you so can do right all there. all of the spider possibilities. All of them. Before the Spider-Verse even existed, do you remember the interdimensional travel the 90s animated series mm-hmm. did where he met like mm-hmm. Iron Suit Spider-Man and Six-Armed Spider-Man? Like, there was an entire oh, arc. Oh, wow. We did that before the comics did it. Dimbell. Right? Remember that? And so this could be that in cinema 
give me that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, They've already being... got all my money. Yep. What else am I going to give them? Like, there's no your conflicts soul, of interest. Darren, we want your soul. Okay, here. if that's going to be the result. <laughs> but like, we, we have no conflicts with that. So like, you... With their, you can do any storyline in the animated. You can do, mm-hmm. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I want them to bring in some Madam Web for mm, it. They totally could. I really enjoy Madam Web. I know I think I've said this before, but it's just she's so crafty and she's like old woman crazy and I really enjoy that. <laughs> old woman crazy. And a yeah. perfect and a perfect connection for the multiple spider verses and such. Mm, most definitely. You can do so much and I love that Miles Morales is getting a theatrical release and that we still also get Peter Parker uh, in a form so they can have the legacy aspect. I love that Miles Morales looks up to Peter Parker and mm-hmm. we can do that with Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. He can be dead. The opening shot is him at Peter Parker's I grave. I know. That can exist, but you can also have that mentorship. Like, it, it's the best of all worlds, and Miles is the lead. We get a cinematic Miles Morales. Yeah, you know, something that uh, it kind of reminded me of the first time I saw it. You remember Force Awakens when they did, like, the smaller um, like teaser trailer where it had a stormtrooper running through the desert yeah, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. and then he like he takes off the mask and a spin yeah. kind of thing. That it kind of reminded me of that. I where it's just like, oh, okay, you're seeing one thing and you have something set in your mind, and then it's somebody completely different. You're like, oh, reveal. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for uh, expanding my universe. Because when I watch it with people, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not like addicted like we are, you just see Spider Man. You're like, oh, it's Spider Man. When ta- everyone I've watched it with, because I've shown a lot of people, when he takes the mask off, they're but like, he's so young looking, <laughs> so small. Why would they think that was Spider Man? Peter Parker was 15. Yeah, but I mean, he he looked smaller. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess for me with like Peter Parker, we know, was, like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like we know that's yeah. Miles, but uh, the average like most people I've shown had no idea. So that was a cool moment to see people experience that Miles reveal. <laughs> So I, I love that trailer. Yeah, yeah. No, it was perfect. It's the color palettes, the action, everything. There's that anime feel to it, and yet total Western uh, computer yeah. animation level to it as well. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. I, I This is quickly becoming one of my biggest movies of 2018 out of nowhere. Like, it just, I knew I'd be excited. I didn't know. I'm not an animated guy. I, I try to be. I'm working on it. I love Samurai Jack. But, like, I can't watch cartoons. Like, I, I struggle. Mm-hmm. And this is everything. So maybe this will be the branch. And there you the, go. The animation's cool because it kind of almost looks like stop motion. Yeah. And we have literally, like, a year until it's released. It comes out December 14th, 2018. So <laughs> we have, like, a year for that film Any to bit out. of news that drops, I'd be <laughs> all over. This is so much to me. Um, also, yeah. Going going off the animation, uh, when we when we revealed his face, like I couldn't help but think of the Walking Dead, the Telltale series, like that sort of animation. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I think they might be Clementine. using like the same kind of like a uh, graphics oh, engine Clementine. or something. <laughs> and Shamik Moore of uh, of Dope is is Miles, mm-hmm. and Dope is such a good movie. Oh, yeah. And like I think he's gonna be a great Miles. I also. My dream is not going to happen. I would love if we introduced other Spider-Men from other uh, Spider-Verses, and it's Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Can you oh imagine if we got... Can, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, this is just the pipiest pipe dream. But that'd be the coolest that thing. Cool. Where's get the original voice of, like, the uh, 90s animated Spider-Man? Sign me up. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be okay. just so, like, what an Easter egg. If you're doing that, then you got to go all the way back and find who did the original 70s... The uh, old canon animation. films? Yeah. yeah. And, just, and just have the totally cheesy-looking Spider-Man. Just, even if it's just a background Man. walking by going, This, this so is much. just turning to a Space Ghost episode. Oh, for yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Just full cracked-out fandom. They said Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. Give me my Toby and Andrew Garfield. So that is the Spider-Man glory. It was one of my biggest surprises this week. We also got... The Dark Phoenix reveal on Entertainment Weekly. I think this dropped the day after our show, because that is tradition. So this <laughs> yes. has been out for a bit, but we haven't gotten to cover it yet. They are doing the Dark Phoenix, as we've known, but we haven't gotten to see her yet. And this 
is Sophie Turner with fire on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I. What do you guys think of the images? What do you What do you think of the tone? Uh, well, you know, I guess I wasn't as on board as um, other people were. I don't the. I don't know. Just seeing all that cracked and everything, yeah. it was just. I, I don't know. That was just a. It was a bit much, and it wasn't necessary to convey what it is that they want to convey. Um, I did enjoy the picture of Jessica Chastain, like I'm um, standing with the uh, the wall like ripped out mm-hmm. from behind her, uh, because then my thought of it is because you know because they're like oh we don't know who this character is and or, or, or we're not telling who this character is. I thought she would be mastermind. You know, yeah, because it's like, hey, we've got Phoenix. That's a cool idea. Jessica Chastain could totally, you know, do our mastermind or our, it could be mastermind's daughters. It could be um, a Martinique or, or, um, oh, I forget the uh, other one's name. Martinique was the one that could do like the citywide uh, illusion. hallucinations but in any it case be Jen Weingard instead of Jay like yeah there's a lot yeah. of like I like that idea. yeah so but it's like I I kind of saw that happening mm-hmm. and it's like I I mean Jessica Chastain could do Victorian era anything oh yeah so that would work too so for me I really enjoyed that picture while with this one I was just it, this seemed just a little bit too 90s movie for me mm-hmm. but then you know entertainment uh, Entertainment Weekly tends to go. Their photos always lean you know, a little like, right. you know, sensationalism. They, exactly. they try to get the poppy exactly. image, which I get. They're appealing to the everyday moviegoer, not to comic fans, because they want yeah. everyone to be excited. I mm-hmm. guess I just wanted more vulnerability and more realism. And is that weird to want that for a comic book? Not after uh, Logan. No. Yeah, I just I I want this to be devastating. I want to go to those dark places um, with Sophie Turner as you know Dark Phoenix, and I want then for that to just be the explosion of rage, and we see that Phoenix like force come out, yeah. and I want it to be. I don't I don't want it to be the girl on fire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So the girl with the phoenix tattoo. Yeah, yeah. That would, no, that would not be good. Uh, yes, I, but that's just me personally. But I think that's one of the issues that you have, kind of like what you're talking about with wanting Gwen Stacy to have a few films under her belt yeah. before we end up killing. I think that's the downside that we have. I love Sophie Turner. I love the work that she has done. I love her in Game of Thrones. I love the characters' choices that she makes. But we have just basically been introduced to the character, just. and really in a light way. I mean, yeah. she was almost a secondary character. Well, really was a secondary character. Uh, in the last X-Men film. So now we're bringing her up into the biggest arc of, of X-Men's history, of that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, so they've got an uphill battle. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll probably take my money too. Oh, I'm um, seeing it. Uh, but it's <laughs> but it's one of those things where I wish that we had a little bit more of an emotional investment so we could see the intensity of that full arc. Because otherwise, I'm afraid they're going to have to rush it. Mm-hmm. And then we're not going to be as tied in as much. I mean... I would love to be wrong. Please make a wonderful, awesome movie. I I, I want that. Yeah. We all mm-hmm. want that. Yes. Um, but I think that's one of the difficulties that they have with just introducing the character now and then moving directly into, uh, into and Dark And there's going to be a lot of characters in this movie that we know. So we're going to be, we, we've had Mystique for like five, six movies. It's going to be tricky to, especially if it's for Lawrence playing her, it's going to be tricky to invest in this character when the movie audiences that don't know the comics are more invested in Mystique in the, mm-hmm. the classic, like those characters to them are the X Men. We haven't really had time with her. We as comic fans know her, right? But moviegoers just met her in a brief role, like you said. Right. So, um, the in the new entertainment article, um, 
they dove further into Chastain's role with Simon Gimberg saying, quote, her character's way, way smarter than we are, like some sort of mastermind. I love that idea. <laughs> um, what she realizes is she can use Jean Grey to manipulate this world to turn it against herself. She's an otherworldly shapeshifter who manipulates Phoenix for her own agenda. Chastain's villain is quiet but brutal. Ooh, mastermindy. Uh, <laughs> Chastain also herself said, the vet, she's like the vet who tells you you need to put your dog down. There's something very clinical about it. I that's I did not think of Mastermind. That's all that's in my head now. That is a great yeah. great call. Um, yeah, but, yeah. But I mean, with them calling her um, otherworldly shapeshifter, then she's you know she's scroll, she's <laughs> queen scroll. She's um, um I never know how to pronounce it. Uh, Veronke. Sure. Let's we'll sure. say Veronke. <laughs> I, I, I confirm this, it's Veronke. That key confirms from Geek and Sundry, Veronke. Um, <laughs> what's interesting to me is this might be our last Fox X-Men movie, uh, as mm. per Thursday when we don't shoot. Uh, and <laughs> what I think is interesting is how they tie in this team, if they tie in this team, all this continuity, all this story. Like, it's just, it's going to be such a tricky thing to pull over because we know they're going to keep Deadpool, X-Force, Cable. We know they are. So mm. what will they keep from Fox's X-Men universe? What won't they? And it's such a tricky time to be like, all right, Phoenix, and it's over. Like, we don't know what's moving forward. So that's that's, that's what intrigues me most. Yeah, we don't have a follow-up arc type of, of, of idea here. And I don't know, once Avengers 4 comes and they remake the entire world, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that becomes, I think they're just going to hold on all that until after Avengers 4 and just start planning going, okay, we've had our 10 years of Fantastic 20 Phase movies four, planned man. up. It's happening. Let's bring in Doctor Doom to orchestrate all of the evil in the universe. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, that's and, that, and that's what I want out potentially of is coming, and that's what's crazy. Um, all those months ago when Matt Key confirmed <laughs> that episode, I'm going to get like the, a screenshot of that episode just framed because that's just, just, it's insane that we've landed here. Um, so we also have a, uh, a quote from Sophie Turner about Phoenix herself. She said, quote, Jean absorbs those solar flares and they hurl them back into space. That's what triggers awakened, creates this Phoenix force and voice inside her. What appears to be the world to a, a, just another heroic victory by the X-Men is, actually Jean unraveling the secrets that Charles told her. So, uh, sorry, that was a quote by Simon Kidberg about Sophie Turner. Um, it, it sounds like they're trying to ground and also use intergalactic. They're, it's trying to, like, you know, bring it to Earth, but also use space. And, and it's an interesting way to do it. I definitely... Mm-hmm will be intrigued by what they're able to accomplish in one two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's extremely <laughs> ambitious. A lot of story. And then, yeah. like, reading uh, some of the quotes and everything that they're saying about it, I mean, besides them saying, like, oh, it's so female, it's so female. Hey, they, do you know it's female? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know. But they're also saying it's layered. Uh, mm-hmm. They're saying that it's nuanced. So, I mean, it's I'm going to go see it. Right, this we're is, all there. That's going to happen. Do you guys think the emotional part that they're going to use is to kill off one of the major characters instead of like using utilizing Jean they're going to kill off maybe uh, Charles Xavier Mystique especially since Jennifer Lawrence she seems like she's over the role so what just are for guys? the last three movies I don't know <laughs> <laughs> so that's like a theory that I've been thinking about because you need to have emotion to draw people in and we, st- we don't know Sophie Turner's Jean Grey but we know Mystique. We right. know that's a great idea. I mean, I definitely think. I mean, what, I wouldn't really like it, but you know, they could have her be like super vulnerable for most of the movie, and then like you know, when Phoenix happens, it just you know explodes out, and maybe it does it kills Mystique, and then it's like, oh god, do I hate Sophie Turner now? Or not yeah. Sophie Turner? Do I hate Jean Grey now? Um, because it's like, oh, she just killed. Yeah, this, this, like, character, this character we've had, had for yeah. five had six for movies. Song. 
Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I kind of like that idea. Or so even I'm not beef. against that. Someone beef. that we're invested in, because right. uh, they're not going with this canon storyline, so they can do a lot. Yeah. They can right. do whatever they want, and that's what they've been doing with these movies. Uh, and speaking of Mystique, we have a new look at what she looks like, and it is very different from what we've experienced before. It's a lot closer to both the Rebecca Romaine and mm-hmm. the comic, um, but it's also. To me, very bunch of CGI. Um, yeah. it, it, you can tell it's not the suit anymore. One of the things I always loved about the old X Men is how incredible Mystique looked in that in that suit. Like I was always like super impressed by like the practical suit because it looked like skin because it was right. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little worried that in motion, in motion, this might not hold up as well. Um, but it obviously yields faster shoot times. It obviously like they filmed that movie in two days, mm-hmm. so uh, like it, it allows for this sort of thing. Uh, I don't know what you guys think of the new look of Mystique. I mean, I think that it looks fine. It's. I think they're probably going to be just having her as uh, as Jennifer Lawrence a lot, you know, a lot mm-hmm. in yeah. order to 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 overcome that. Um, I don't know. Like I said I'm I'm fine with it. I'm not sure how much she's going to be because, like you said, we do have so many other characters because we still got uh, um, Scott. That yeah, we've gotta, Ty Sheridan. Who's going to bring up? Awesome as Scott. Yeah, and we have to have all of these new next, you yeah. know, next X Men that. We were assuming would have been their plan to be the next real uh, uh, X Men team, yeah. coming forward and moving the other people back. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they, I think that it all looks good. I'm curious who they are going to kill because they do have to sort of take some people out. Um, but yeah, I think that it looks good enough. It's yeah, yeah. So I want to end on an up note. Uh, the mm-hmm. Phoenix story is our most maybe. Uh, of the stories this week. We obviously got actual footage of Spider-Verse, actual footage of Black Panther, actual footage of Jessica Jones. So, it's not on our rundown. I want to briefly uh, talk about what we think is going to be announced as far as Fox Marvel. Just theories before we head out. Because this is oh, the most, exciting, most exciting story. If Thursday happens. The rumor's Thursday. Mm-hmm. The rumor's all that stuff going down. We don't know if it's actually real. We've heard that Kevin Feige had a different plan for X-Men. There's quotes on the internet. You should check them out. That Feige had a totally different trajectory. Feige's the one that like did Wolverine's hair and convinced them to go that crazy. Like, Kevin Feige has been pro-X-Men and is yearning for them. What do you think we might get as far as a Fox Marvel deal? Well, I think it's going to happen. I mean, I, I said this <laughs> last show. I mean, there's... Oh, if someone, like, busted the door and was like, Hey, um, I've got all of these really cool things that you can buy at a discount. You can have them forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to reach for my purse because I'll be well, like, what's your cool. pipe dream story, though? I'm, I'm like, oh, well, say, this, say this exists. Storm. <laughs> but, like, Storm is part of the Avengers. Like, how would you want it to tie tomorrow? Oh, okay. See what I mean? Like, what, what what's that look like to you? I don't know. I, you know, I think... If they re- if they if they recreate the universe after after Avengers four and they just bring everybody in, um, I you know actually I wouldn't mind them keeping Xavier and Fa- uh, you know uh, uh, James McAvoy and Fassbender and such as kind of because I think they've, they've done a great job mm-hmm. um, uh, with those. So I would just love to have them introduced slowly uh, into it. Probably the after Thursday Friday's announcement will be that Hugh Jackman is coming back because he wants to play Wolverine in an Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. That was the one that thing that one he caveat. said mm-hmm. that if he would come back. So I think that's going to be he'll cameo in Avengers Four, yeah. Avengers Five, uh, and then be able to move on after. What'd that. What'd be cool about the Reality Stone is you can restart the X Men universe in Marvel continuity, and you could also still have Hugh Jackman before it restarts. Yes, you could have the moment where we get our cake and eat it too, where we have all these characters we've been invested in. We have your McAvoy's, you have your fast spinners you also have your ty sheridan's and all these actors that are just new to us in the marvel universe and then reality stone and then my pipe dream is have them in phase four uh right as it starts reality stone and then recast the original five do this the 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 beast 
uh, Iceman, Jean Grey, Scott, Angel, and then you also, by the end of the movie, have Krakoa, and then you have Storm, Colossus, Nightcrawl. You have that uncanny 94. So by the time we get to the solo X-Men 2, mm-hmm. we have the team, the, the iconic 90s Jim Lee team, but we give a nice tip of the hat send-off to the Marvel X-Men Fox thing. Well, that's why I think, mm-hmm. actually, a version, not the exact one, but a version of the first Secret Wars mm-hmm. would be perfect because it would be an excellent way to bring everybody in from all of these divergent parts, even right. if you're introducing characters, because for a lot of the characters there, they're meeting the other characters for the first time. Right, and that's a beautiful way to introduce these And characters. it would be a great way to introduce, to keep it kind of, you know, weird and ethereal and, yeah. you know, clash of universes and then out of that be able to to establish your your standard MCU continuity. What I would want is um, I would want them to just slow the roll on X-Men for a bit. Uh, I feel like they have been... You know, it's kind of been like spaghetti at a wall. <laughs> I love that we're like, accelerate, accelerate. You're uh-huh. like, what if they just take a break? Fox it's buys like, them, if, sit they... on it, nest the egg. Just, just for a bit. Because it's like, um, I'm not saying it's it's Street Fighter. or like with, It's not Street Fighter movie like with what they've done. I mean, Street <laughs> Fighter movie, that's too many characters. But it still feels like there's still been too many characters. I want them to slow down with it. And let's take some of those characters out of that universe and put them into some other properties that we uh, no, and have already been established. For instance, you can do Doctor Doom, Doom Wars, and put that into um, Black Panther for a Black Panther sequel. You'd mm-hmm. have um, Black Panther, Shuri, and you know Victor Von Doom, and you'd have that. I'd want to take Mister Sinister. Um, we, we haven't seen anything with him. I yeah. want to take him, and I want to give him an origin movie, and I want it to be heartbreaking, and I want us to feel like he's a hero because he feels like he's a hero in his own life, but he's a monster, and I want to have that. I want to have that happen. I don't want Hugh Jackman to come back. I think he did a really awesome job. You know, really great actor. I want to pave the way for... He's paved the way for somebody else. So, um, and along with this, I want them to pull some other characters out and do what Marvel has done with this characters, where it it has been doing cross-genre. The thing that um, X-Men and Fox has been doing is that they make superhero movies. It's... It's just superhero action. Action is superhero movies. It's not like um, New Mutants where it's it's horror. Mm-hmm. It's a horror movie and maybe a psychological thriller. It's not like with um, you know uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming where it's kind of a coming of age yeah. movie. It's Comma. John John yeah. Hughes. You know, a little bit of rom com, just a dash. Um, or rom-com like with Ant-Man. I need for the X-Men characters to slow down, break them up from these huge movies that they're doing with like apocalypse-styled stuff of everybody in there, and let's take them and we'll take Jubilee out and we'll put her in a Mallrats-type movie. You know, and we can put take some of the other ones. We can put Iceman in there and, and they can have, you know, a clerk-style adventure, mm-hmm. but they also happen to be mutants. I want that to happen because I feel like that is more relatable. That's, you know, I'll throw more money at it. And I'm just, I'm kind of tired of these bigger epic scale movies where they're trying to pack all of these characters in it. I'm just like, dude, slow down. It's okay. I think our our dreams are are pretty similar as far as I want five for most of the movie. Mm -hmm. I want there to be a tiny teen team contingent. I want to invest in these characters. I want minimal action. I love the uh, Clerks is a great parallel. I, I hadn't thought of that exact example. I think Clerks, Marat's Kevin Smith, angled X-Men is mm-hmm. the dream for me, but having it in the MCU is the way to let audiences trust it. I don't think big is the way to go. I think small is the way to start these this franchise. So they need basically like a Marvel searchlight. Yes! Pictures. I would love that. Where and, and that's see and that's because you need to preserve the the new mutants, the Deadpool, yeah. the stuff that is so different from pocket, a lot pocket, pocket, of pocket. the Disney Marvel properties and go, right. no. 
Those are working. Stay with those. Those are valuable. It's a way to, to test things and do something different. So, yeah, smaller yeah. little films. Yeah. And being afraid of X-Force would be fun. Like, if the X-Men were afraid <laughs> of the mercenary team of X-Force, like, because they're going to come out after. So I love the idea of, like, Cable being, like, the boogeyman and Deadpool being, like, the crazy uncle you don't let in the house. Like, yeah. those things can play because there are going to be our X-Men going forward. They're not going to stop those properties. Yeah. yeah, something that I feel like Fox has forgotten or maybe they just didn't know in the beginning or maybe they're just realizing it now uh for avengers to happen we had to have uh iron man we had to have thor we had to have i mean you had to go through the gamut before we got to avengers while they are they're just like hey x-men movie another x-men movie and then you know hey hey here's wolverine he's doing some stuff over here cool we like we'll follow this right and now x-men movie i really hope we get x-men uh with the x-men more than we get wolverine featuring the x-men i love hugh jackman and i love what he did with the role but i'd like going forward to be a team movie i'm okay with having another x-men movie but you have to earn it agreed you know let's break this up and let's flesh these out and then bring them back together because there's some huge global threat that they need to you know fight and in closing i think the best way to do this is have them honor the x-men we have cast in a phase out uh reality stone situation but i do think recasting and starting from scratch young is the move i would do i don't know what's gonna happen but before we go woody harrelson might be joining venom uh so that's exciting uh and i i thank everyone in live chat that i was very distracted by while listening to these (laughs) lovely pitches uh woody harrelson is brilliant and venom's cast is shaping up to be banana sandwich so i am very excited do you want to get some marvel light love before we fade out uh do we have time let's do a real speed round okay real speed round okay so uh matthew dennis at matt dennis 214 wes sager at wes sager jada at merit uh underscore jada nathan ramirez at ramirez nathan 77 lauren blue at in uh indigo blue 171 one tim chapman at chim underscore tap man uh, aaron wilkerson hey aaron at aaron wilk jj lang at jj lang tweeted uh the cholo nerd at cholo underscore nerd <laughs> peter newton at coach jkd and i want to do a special shout out to river yeah who gave, who gave us a uh, uh christmas ornaments and we have their corgis so Thank cool you. river is um uh, marvel movie news's first daughter <laughs> Yeah. First family's daughter, yes. absolutely daughter of Darren, With and the thanks best so much, X twenty three cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Best yes, iconic. <laughs> so before we head out, I wanted to thank Andre Human who told us that in Sweden and some European countries, the uh, Runaways actually plays on HBO, which I did not know. That's really exciting. Oh, so wow. that's cool. So if you guys want to check it out, it might be on HBO in your country. Uh, so that's exciting. And we want to thank Ryan Sands once again for coming on. That was such a cool episode. Yes, Ryan, so thanks, cool. dude. That was rad. Yeah, Runaways here. is kicking Runaways it is such a good I mean, show. seriously, watch it. This past one, Tina Minoro, oh who's my, my favorite. So this last Brittany episode Ishibashi. was the finale okay. for the for this season. Uh, they had like a little mid-season finale so we're gonna talk about that next week because this week once again i'm gonna say it every week next week might be less news um <laughs> but uh this has been an incredible show thanks so much for joining us where can they find you on the internet uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at darren jakes you can also find me on youtube at d's reviews Great, and you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. I will post the video that Darren uh, took of me <laughs> watching. Of apparently, <laughs> you know, watching uh, the international Black Panther trailer. I'll post that today. And uh, yeah, oh, if you love comics, uh, tune in Friday. Twitch.tv slash Skybound. We'll be talking about the weekly releases for Skybound and Image. And remember, Skybound and Image, they bring you such things as The Walking Dead and Birthright and Outcast. Which is demon possession saga. and saga. saga. Yeah. So yes, we will be talking about those weekly releases. So uh, join me then at one thirty p.m.
Sarah? Guys, I'm Oliver Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer and tune into the after show for Runaways on AfterBuzz TV on Tuesdays. Tonight's the night. We might have a special guest. We Ooh. might not. Tune in to find out. <laughs> and you can find me at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U on Twitter and Instagram where I do Insta reviews. And this week has been so much news. I'm actually, I have 10 of them prepared so i'm gonna try to crank out a lot because it's been insane uh and i also have a thing that i did with another runaway uh today before the show that i'm excited to announce when i can announce it and it's exciting so uh thank you guys so much and hopefully next week we have you know what i want more news give me the craziest week ever marvel bring the trailers and we'll see you next week thanks guys bye-bye Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here are those of the host only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.